The following podcast is for informational purposes only, and the opinions expressed therein are not necessarily those of Canal Insurance Company. This information is not designed to replace, substitute, or supplement our client's independent obligation to comply with any laws or regulations. Listeners should complete their own independent research in creation and development of their company's risk management and safety programs. Welcome to episode 18 of Holland Notes podcast by Canal Insurance. I'm Bob Peru, Senior Loss Control Specialist at Canal. This week, I'm joined by Scott Fleming, District Coordinator of the Indiana State Motor Police Carrier Enforcement Division for our first episode of 2022. Scott has been with the Indiana State Police for about 34 years, serving in many capacities with the Motor Carrier Enforcement Division. He has been very instrumental in ensuring that the trucks that travel on our nation's highways are safe and compliant. Scott has also participated in many safety meetings around the state of Indiana and teaching drivers to inspect their trucks properly. In this episode, Scott and I will discuss the dangers of winter driving and how to stay safe on the roads this winter. I hope you enjoy our conversation today. Now let's get rolling. Welcome, Scott. Boy, it's really nice to see you again, or at least talk to you again. You know, it's been a long winter already. Here it is, the beginning of February, and man, I tell you, there's been some major snowstorms. A lot of people's been stranded, and uh, you know, out on the East Coast, they just uh, are uh, digging out from a bad snowstorm, and boy, I tell you, our truck drivers are having a pretty rough time trying to get around on our highways these days. Well, what do you think is going on out there with this weather? Well, hi, Bob. Thanks to be talking to you again, buddy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, a typically untypical winter, that's for sure. We are having our own little episode up here in Northwest Indiana starting today. We're looking at probably on the good side of it, eight to 10 inches, but on the more realistic side, probably 14 to 16 inches of snow up here over the next 48 hours. So a lot of what we're gonna talk about today, we're gonna to be putting into practice here real soon. Oh yeah, I can imagine, you know, when the temperatures plunge to five degrees, even the most experienced truck drivers can have a really hard time managing the icy roads. Uh, you're gonna have poor visibility coupled with reduced traction. That's gonna make their job so much harder and so, so much more challenging. Uh, but if they implement uh, preventive safety skills for driving in icy conditions, you know, you can sail through the winter season without any major problems. And we're going to talk uh, this morning about uh, 10 driver uh, tips or 10 winter driving tips for our drivers that uh, can help them stay safe this winter. Absolutely, Bob. Let's get started on, on those 10 important topics to discuss. First thing you got to really do is inspect your vehicle. And Scott, of all the people that I know in the world, uh, you're probably one of the best uh, uh, that knows about inspecting trucks these days. So uh, <laughs> tell, us, yeah, uh, tell us what you got to do to get your truck prepared. Well, you know, there's 
a little bit of a difference as far as what we find when we when we're looking for a truck but some of them are the same things it's it's all about preventive maintenance uh clearly nobody wants to be on the side of the road but especially during a real bad snowstorm so it's a lot of the basic stuff lighting tires um just you know something as simple as uh, an abundant supply of washer fluid uh, may be something that that comes into play here. A lot of the basics, but a lot of just common sense things. Yeah, you, you always want to be prepared. You know, you mentioned washer fluid. You know, that's a lot of people don't really think about that until they run out of it. You know, and then they think, "Gee, I wish I'd have more washer fluid," because when you're driving and following other vehicles out there on the road, and you're getting that salt spray all over your windshield. Uh, it's hard to get off of there when you don't have any uh, washer fluid uh, on board, you know. And uh, I know for a fact that in my years of uh, trucking, uh, I went through a lot of washer fluid during the winter time. And uh, I always had the defroster on too to keep my uh, uh, windshield wipers from freezing up, you know, and, and having a big ice buildup. So, yeah. Uh, inspecting your vehicle and, and uh, making sure you have the proper things on board, which we're going to talk about a little later on, is uh, very important. So, But it's also, also Bob, uh, when you talk about items for your vehicle, don't forget to talk about items for the person. You need to have a supply of water or some type of drinks on board and snack bars, things like this, um, any type of non-perishable foods uh, that could get you out of a situation like what they recently had out near in Virginia on I-95. People were stuck overnight and the people who didn't have anything were in a bad way as far as, you know, water and, and some type of minor consumables. Yeah, and you know, when you're uh, out there in a truck and there's a lot of cars around you, uh, those cars, uh, and the people in them don't necessarily have the provisions that we have uh, in our trucks. And that really makes it tough, you know. So if you're a truck driver and you've got plenty of uh, uh, food and water and blankets and stuff, uh, share them with those poor folks that are going to uh, be stranded out there in their cars because you know, they leave that car running and they run out of gas and the temperature gets down below zero. Uh, that can really be tough. I mean, I just had a, a um, sent out an email to my squad telling them, telling them expect a long day tomorrow. And that to, uh, one of the things I told him, put a lot of water and food and some blankets in your vehicle because it may not just be for you. It may be for somebody who's, who's in a, in a bad situation and, and does not have those things. Yeah, for real. You, you know, I, I look at our truck drivers as, as our heroes out there, you know, our law enforcement and truck drivers and, and uh, those people, they, they just always go above and beyond uh, what they need to do. But uh, I agree with you 100%. Uh, you know, uh, with all this bad weather coming and the threat of it, uh, I, I fear for our uh, uh, folks out there on the highways, you know, so 
one of the big things that I uh, would recommend for our drivers is, uh, you know, to slow down. Most accidents occur because drivers don't adjust their speed according Absolutely. to the road conditions. And, you know, while driving on a snow-covered road, you may need to compensate for poor traction by reducing your speeds. But, uh, you know, going slow will also give you more time to react if anything does go wrong on front of you. Uh, so be extra easy with your accelerator this winter. One of the things that, that really uh, uh, is uh, tough to see is uh, I watched a video recently on YouTube where uh, a couple of vehicles were disabled um, during a snowstorm up on I-94 in Michigan. And before you know it, 70 vehicles piled up right behind them and they just kept coming and kept coming. And uh, you know, there were several fatalities and uh, uh, lots of injuries. So one of the that. things that, one of the things that we've, <laughs> that we see and it's, it's not funny, but it's just not surprising is when we are pulled over to assist uh, with a crash or something, uh, a slide off or something like that, all of our lights are on and then someone comes around a corner or comes over a hill that's traveling too fast to begin with and the first thing they see is flashing lights. And you know this as well as I do, Bob, what's the first thing they do is they get on the brakes. And in some real slick driving conditions, that's one of the worst things you can do. So yes, don't put yourself in that position where you have to utilize your brakes or to swerve suddenly because you're going too fast in the first place. So yeah, yeah. I can't emphasize yeah. enough. If the conditions dictate it, then you have to slow down. Yeah. Well, let me throw a statistic at you here, Scott. Uh, uh, poor weather related driving conditions are associated with over 7,000 fatalities and over 800,000 injuries, more than 1.5 million vehicular crashes annually in the United States. I mean, that's, that's not good, you know? Uh, no, it's, it's not surprising, but it's, it's, it's not good. No. And it's just a matter of, again, common sense and, and recognizing the conditions and, and yet couldn't be any simpler, just slow down. Yeah. That's pretty important. Give yourself extra space and uh, you know, you'll have more stopping distance if you don't have anything around you. Uh, on wet roads, it's twice uh, the normal stopping distance. And on icy roads, it's almost 10 times more. So, you know, black ice is something that a lot of people can't recognize. And it is very, very dangerous. So leave plenty of room between you and your truck and the vehicle in front of you. So you've got enough space to move out of harm's way in case of an unpredictable situation. It's That's always... Yeah, it's always good to put extra space between yourself and some of the terrible drivers out there that probably don't even know how to drive on snow or uh, ice roads. Yeah, extra space is great information. There's, there's, there's not much better as far as maintaining proper spacing is concerned. I mean, we see it out here on dry roads right now, but uh, we see it more with uh, non-commercial motor vehicles when the weather is bad. I mean, they'll, the trucks, truck drivers, they know to, to back off of that, but it's the cars that are around them. And yeah, extra spaces is, is something you really need to do. 
Yeah, and, and you really need to kind of stay smooth behind the wheel, you know, in cold weather, you know, try to refrain from doing anything sudden like jerking your steering wheel or sudden braking or sudden acceleration or, or even going around a curve, slow down a little bit. If the situation demands, though, you know, to slow down suddenly on a slick road, uh, pump your brakes lightly, very lightly. Uh, the key is to maintain a consistent speed and avoid doing anything that reduces traction on the slippery road. Once you lose traction, then, you know, it's pretty much all over. It, I mean, it doesn't take but a split second to jackknife your truck. And once you jackknife a truck, uh, if you don't get in the ditch and you're right in the middle of the interstate or in the middle of the highway, people don't see you and it's, you know, lights out then, you know, somebody's going to hit you. And that's how those big chain reaction accidents uh, start. Absolutely. Uh, I was just thinking back to uh, every year we go through safe driver training in our uh, state issued vehicles. And one of the things that they remind us of is get off the accelerator, but don't get on the brake right away. Just to let it slow down and, and try to do that before you have to get on the brakes. So yes, those sudden changes, either lane changes or, or immediate braking in this type of weather is not gonna work out well. Yeah, especially when you do a lane change, uh, you know, let's say the road's been plowed and uh, on both sides, but sometimes in the center, you have a little hump that you go over, you know, once you make that, try to make that lane change, I can see how it's real easy uh, for you to slip and slide to the left and right. And before you know it, uh, you know, you're in the ditch, you know, one of the yeah, things. Absolutely. Yeah, one of the things, Scott, that I've always learned, and this is early on in my career, is uh, a, a tire spray. If, if you're following a vehicle and uh, the, the, the weather is, is bad, how much tire spray is that vehicle putting up? Let's say if it's not putting up any tire spray, uh, you might be driving on ice and not even know. <laughs> that's <laughs> a very, yeah, no tire spray, that's a bad sign. Yeah. That's one of those things you see and, and I see out there on the road and I'm thinking, uh-oh, this is not good. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some, some of the things that you recognize. But again, I think the professional drivers, I think that is a wonderful tip for them. And it's something that our veterans out there know, uh, but it's the younger drivers that should uh, utilize that idea yeah. a lot. Yeah. Well, a good way to assess the road conditions is to observe the water coming off the tires of the vehicles around you. So if there's a lot of water being sprayed, the road's definitely wet. We know that. But if the tire spray is relatively less, that means that the roadway has started to freeze and you need to exercise additional caution when that happens. Slow down. That's all I can say. Slow down. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, the visibility, you know, is usually pretty poor in inclemented weather. So don't forget to turn on the headlights. You know, I'm a, a guy that I turn my headlights on when I don't need headlights, you know, even during daytime Me too. driving. Me uh, too. I, think, I think every truck ought to have their heads, headlights on regardless, you know. So that'll allow other drivers, you know, to see uh, and to maintain a safe distance from uh, your truck. 
up in uh, the area here in northwest Indiana where I'm at, I'm right now within about five miles of Lake Michigan, the south end, and we will get um, a north wind that comes off the lake that'll carry moisture off the lake into very intense snowstorms. And I have seen it up here in my career that there will be sunshine and I'll be driving and look ahead and I'll see a gray, just a gray cloud close to the ground. And as soon as I hit it, it's instantly lights on. You cannot see the painted lines on the roadway and you're just in a completely different situation. So those those circumstances where you come up on a snow event real quickly, you've got to have those lights on before you get in there because you're in a world of hurt if you don't. So yeah, yeah you got to yeah. be prepared. You got to have those lights on all the time. Yeah. I think they call that a, I think they call that a whiteout, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Sometimes Among other things. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes Scott, uh, it's better to take evasive action than hard braking, especially on a snow covered road. You know, if your speed's yeah. around 25 to 30 mile an hour, uh, consider decelerating your truck slightly and maneuvering around the obstacle to avoid a collision. Like if somebody is, you know, spinning out on front of you, uh, by hitting the brakes could uh, really make the situation worse, you know, especially oh, for absolutely. you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It, um, you, oh, go ahead, Bob. Have you, have you experienced uh, a lot of crashes up there on the toll road uh, uh, because of uh, bad weather? I, I know up in Michigan on 94, it's a, a yearly occurrence when they have those big pileups. What have you experienced up on the toll road in Indiana? Well, in, in both the toll road and on I-94 and I-65, which are all up, it, up here, we, um, yeah, too many crashes to count. And the problem is that once a crash occurs, it's the secondary crashes as a result of, again, speed, following too close, uh, getting on those brakes hard. It's the, it's the secondary and after that other crashes or slide offs that happen. And it all comes back to, again, what we talked about, speed, and following too close and not recognizing that you're on ice because you don't see the, the tire spray. All these things culminate in this situation where somebody sees a slide off and then they're on the brakes and then they're changing lanes and uh, too many crashes to count and too many multi-vehicle crashes that uh, if, you're, if you are driving too fast for it and you're behind one of these, well, you're gonna stop one way or the other and it's going to take us a while to get it <laughs> to get it sorted out. So, yes, we see all kinds of crashes up here. It just, uh, like I said, with the upcoming snowstorm, I look at it with a sense of dread, not because of not wanting to do my job. It's because of the fact of all the things that we'll see that I, I just know could be prevented with a little bit of wisdom. Yeah, I feel sorry for you guys, uh, Patron, uh, <laughs> up there uh, over the next several days, you know. I've always said, you know, when in doubt, uh, pull over, uh, try to find a safe area to pull your truck into. You know, if the weather conditions are too severe to drive, don't think too much about your schedule. And that freight can wait. Find a safe way to get off the roadway and wait until the weather gets better. And it's a lot safer for you to drive. As a matter of fact, 
a lot of my uh, insureds, their dispatchers will mandate that their drivers pull the trucks off the road and uh, just wait it out because there's no freight that's that important that has to be delivered, you know? So Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We up here, um, uh, I'm a supervisor in charge of three, three separate scales up here, two of them on I-94 and one of them on I-65 up here in Northwest Indiana. And I tell drivers all the time, um, utilize our parking lot to hundred percent capacity in a situation like this. It's at least someplace safe and off the road that you don't have to worry about being on the road during these times. So anybody who's going to be up in this area, uh, you know, in the short term or at any time, as a matter of fact, utilize these parking lots and the scales. It'll give, give you a place to rest. You don't have to leave. And we are not, as a supervisor, I tell all my folks, we will not go out in the parking lot and rouse drivers to do inspections or tell them to get out of here. This is their parking lot and they can stay as long as they need to. Well, that's great, Scott. Our, our audience can sure appreciate that. You know, uh, I've always, you know, wanted to be prepared in the things that I do. So, you know, for our uh, audience and listeners out there, don't forget to carry warm clothes and blankets with you. If you're going to be on an extended trip, carry a flashlight, shovel, matches, any kind of traction devices that you can get. Make sure you have chains if you're going out west. A bag of sand wouldn't hurt, even a bag of salt. Make sure you got roadside assistance for your trucks to fall back on if you get stuck or run into trouble on the road. There's nothing worse than being stranded on a highway and uh, having vehicles going past you and, and uh, uh, you don't have any way to get your equipment off the road, you know, so. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, it's gonna it's gonna be rough out there, but uh, we can lessen that uh, uh, challenge uh, just by doing you know the thing ten things that we're talking about today. When visibility is compromised in a whiteout blizzard, it can be difficult to see traffic lights and signs. So you want to make sure to look twice before proceeding through an intersection or turning down a one-way street or even getting on the interstate at all. The winter driving safety tips might appear quite simple, but they only work if you follow them carefully, you know. So ultimately, it's really up to the exercise their judgment and stay safe while driving on the road because uh, it's uh, truck, truck driving is probably one of the most dangerous jobs out there. I want to make sure that our listeners, uh, uh, you know, think twice before they uh, get ready to hit this bad weather. I know there's a major snowstorm up east. They just got through having a blizzard and the weather in the Midwest is just gonna be awful, you know? So um, take all the precautions that you can to make sure that you arrive safely. Well, we had a, uh, a, a regional meeting with our command staff in this area of the state up here this morning. And in the background, they had the weather channel on and we were getting updates almost hourly as far as things changing because where this storm ends up going it could be the difference in a matter of a few inches either way so we are staying on top of it and again like you just said we are preparing and keeping tabs on the weather and um, making sure that we know right up to when it starts what's happening 
Yeah. And, yeah. You, you know, you guys know what the weather is going to be probably a, a lot quicker than what a truck driver is going to know. So uh, I, I would recommend for our uh, audience out there that uh, they stay up with the weather conditions, you know, by the hour if they can. Uh, try to get a hold of your fleet manager and let him know what the conditions are. Uh, let him know that you're probably going to be delayed. Uh, you know, there's a lot of safety technology and, and uh, GPS technology out there now where they can track you pretty good. And uh, they, they know what's going on out there as far as uh, the weather is. So uh, plan your trip accordingly. Uh, and Scott, uh, before we... Uh, uh, end uh, this conversation. Uh, you might want to talk a little bit about what the uh, DOT rule is with respect to severe weather driving and the hours of service. Well, there there are um, allowances for inclement weather and driving, and those are in the regulations. But one of the things that I would add to this is that. If you're in a situation where you're stopped on a roadway and you can't move for extended periods of time, I see a lot of drivers who, who have this situation. And when we look at their electronic logs, I'm looking for uh, additional information as far as saying, okay, we were stopped on I-94 at the 27 mile marker and we moved less than a quarter of a mile in the next three and a half hours. I would love to see something as detailed as that uh, in the comments section on those logs, but I see countless logs where they just, it just stops. And I said, what were you doing? Well, I was in, I I was in a traffic jam and we couldn't move. It's then incumbent upon me to say, okay, well, yes, I, I realize that, but you're not gonna get every, every officer to believe that. I mean, if, if you're not going to add additional documentation into these records, however you can to verify that this is what happened, you're leaving it up to an officer who wasn't in that area to make that determination or, or to accept what you're telling them. So, I mean, if you're, if you're stopped in a traffic jam, my question would be if, you, if there was nothing else to do, why, why didn't you just type in or add more information to it to make the job of explaining to an officer in another area of the country why you had you know an extended period of time on that day of, of driving or on duty not driving time that you didn't document so if you're yeah. sitting there not yeah. doing anything take the time to add a bunch of, of type in a bunch of information about where you're at the circumstances you're in and why you're not moving yeah. So that Scott. So basically, uh, that uh, we're getting an extra two hours more than what's uh, allowed under normal driving conditions. Uh, so you're basically getting to drive 13 hours uh, to help make up for some of this time, as long as it's documented properly. Right? Yes. And the fact is that if it's, let's say, Bob, for the sake of conversation, it's let just under two hours to get to your to your delivery location, but it's only 30 minutes to the next safe pull-off location and that you can get in there. Under those circumstances, you have to go to the pull-off location. You cannot go to your delivery to do that. So again, you know, 
The whole concept is to get you off the roadway as quick as you can to a safe location. Uh, if, if that safe location is your shipping destination and it's closer, then by all means, that's where you're going. But if there's some place that you can pull off prior to that, you have to go there. Yeah. Well, so, so you've finally made it to your destination, you know, so one of the things you really want to be careful about uh, is getting out of your truck, you know, uh, oh, your, yes. your steps uh, could be uh, iced up and you can get uh, uh, real slippery and, you know, you, you could actually fall out of your truck and, and injure yourself. So you want to make sure that you uh, uh, you're, you're aware of what's going on uh, with the uh, uh, condition of your truck as far as ice buildup and things like that. And another thing that I noticed a lot during winter driving, a lot of drivers uh, have their taillights covered with snow. Well, if that's the case, uh, you know, on your next stop, clean that snow off of your trailer so other people can see you. So, uh, and uh, like I said, keep extra equipment on board, uh, be prepared, uh, and, and being prepared is key, whether it's a fleet maintenance or driving habits we're talking about, it's very important to be extra prepared and aware during the winter months. The holiday season not only brings about increased traffic, but also adverse weather, weather conditions. So just make sure, you know, to keep those tips in mind uh, and you, you should be all right. Uh, been there, done that about two weeks. Uh, been there, done that about two weeks ago, Bob. I was on the side of a truck and stepped down on the ground, and I just went right down to hands and knees. So, yeah, it 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 happens. And again, it's just being aware of your surroundings and accepting the fact that in the winter time there are just places that you know you you, you have to be aware of your surroundings. And and I wasn't, and <laughs> went right down to my hands and knees. So. Yeah, it, it happens. But all of these things that we've talked about today, Bob, are great common sense things that could be done. It takes very little time and effort to do, but the results could be life-saving. Yeah, I've, I've always said uh, when in doubt, uh, shut her down. When it's ice, no dice, you know. So I hope our Absolutely. listeners... Uh, will uh, take a lot of caution during uh, these next few winter months. Uh, spring is only 80, 85 days away. So hopefully uh, we can uh, get through this. And uh, you know, Scott, I, I wanna thank you so much for joining uh, us today. It's been a real pleasure speaking with you. Well, it's my pleasure, Bob. I mean, really do. Um, if, it, if it can help, one situation, then I think we've uh, won a big part of the battle. And uh, again, just take your time, watch people around you, and uh, don't put yourself in a situation that you can't get out of. Exactly. Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Scott today and uh, learned some helpful tips on how to stay safe on the roads this winter. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time on Holland Notes. Want to make sure you never miss a Holland Notes episode? Head to the link in the show notes to sign up for email notifications.